Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Successful Woman Radio Show brought to you by WomenAboutBiz.net, empowering you with the tools and resources to start and grow your very own business. Hello, everyone. This is Trina Newby, your host and business success coach, broadcasting to you live this Monday, June 18, 2018, and as always, bringing you inspiration, motivation, and ways to make your business, your dreams, and your ideas, guess what, a huge success. Well, it's a glorious Monday, and I trust that you all had a fantastic weekend celebrating the men in your life who are fathers. I certainly had a wonderful time. My husband and I had a very restful day, and our kids fixed dinner, and um, it was just a really wonderful, relaxing time. And, of course, you know, everybody makes a big hoopla over Mother's Day, but Father's Day is just as important to celebrate those men who are who are being excellent fathers and supporting their children. So we we all had a wonderful time. And I saw so many wonderful posts on Facebook and LinkedIn of people celebrating in their families. Um, It was just a beautiful experience that I had watching all of that. What about you? Did you have a great weekend? Did you have some time to joy, pamper yourself, do something small, simple things that bring joy into your life? I want to keep reminding you, how important it is for you to bring joy into your own life. Of course, we can all experience joy from outside influences, but it's so wonderful to know that we also have the power to bring that joy to ourselves as well. Also, as a reminder, if you didn't have time to review your calendar and ensure all activities and tasks schedule are supporting your goals for this week, then immediately following the show, this is what you need to be doing, okay? This is going to help you to stay focused and, of course, keep clear on your priorities. Now, all of this month, during the month of June, we have been discussing developing the leader in you. And uh, I have covered parts one and two Um, of becoming a great leader and some of the things that you need to be doing. And so now we're going to be talking about seven ways to declutter your mindset. And, you know, this is so very, very important, this whole topic of decluttering your mindset, simply because, you know, when you have too many things going on in your mind, when you can't focus, when you can't prioritize, then what happens is that that's when self-sabotage actually begins. And that's when you don't uh, get a chance to see your goals and all of the things that you have purposed come to fruition. So certainly understanding how to declutter your mindset is going to help you to become a better leader for your company. On today's lineup, in addition, of course, I'm going to give you the five questions to generate cash in 2018. Um, Our book club book of the month is The Power of Focus for Women. And I'm certainly going to be reading out of that. And we're actually going to be starting um, a whole new uh, section. And I'll tell you exactly what, but I'm very excited about this book. A lot of people have given testimony as to how this book is actually helping them 
uh, to literally have some breakthroughs. And that's exactly what reading a book can help you to do. Um, and so we're going to be talking about um, relieving stress, outsourcing a lot of your work, and prioritizing your value. For those of you that have the book, it's on page 138, okay? And so we're going to be we're going to be discussing that and talking about how important that actually is. Okay, so stay tuned for that. And then, of course, we'll we'll wrap up everything as we um, hit seven ways to declutter your mindset. Right now, I just want to just talk to you a little bit one on one as we as we come together on this show every Monday talking about ways to be a successful woman. I like to share with you experiences that I have um, from, you know, my experiences on, in coaching and talking with other clients. And the one thing that I think that has really been sticking out lately is how women still today in the 21st century are not willing to not only invest in themselves, but they're really not not committed in taking the action necessary so that they can reach a higher level of themselves so that they can and for their business. And so I really see more than ever the fear factor and the fear level that goes on with women not wanting to accomplish their goals and really not wanting to take action on a lot of the tasks and things required. And I, I think there's a lot of things going on. It's a, it's a very complex dynamic. I think there's a lot of things going on as to why women um, are not taking enough action. But I want to go back to the fact that there has to be a deep-rooted commitment, ladies, a deep-rooted commitment. When, when you set your goals, when there are specific things that you want to do for your business uh, and for yourself, even on a personal level, there has to be a certain level of commitment or else you won't see those things done. And I think sometimes as women, not all women, but I'm speaking in generalities here, but I think sometimes as women we have a tendency to say what we want, and we are really good about sharing it with other people and talking it up and putting that cart before the horse and just saying a lot of things and blurting things out that what we're going to do. At some point in our lives, we have to stop talking about what we're going to do, and we have to do it. But I think some of the challenges that go on is that we have dreams and goals. We have things that we have purposed in our lives that we would like to see ourselves accomplish. But then when it comes time to taking action, that requires work. That requires you to commit and go to another level of commitment and, and another level of work that some people just are not willing to go through because it causes them pain. Now, it's not so, so much physical pain that it caused, but let me just tell you, for those of you, and I'm sure many of you who are listening have experienced this before, you know, when there's something that you know you've got to do, but it's just so much to do in order to complete it, that it overcrowds your mind and it fogs your mind to the point 
of where you run away from it because you just don't want to think about all of those tasks, all of those things that you've got to get done. However, this is the very thing that we run away from as women oftentimes that we really need to run to is just knowing how do you handle overcrowded tasks? How do you handle things that are overwhelming you so that you can see them done? And, and of course, the answer is threefold, right? Number one, you don't have to do it by yourself. Sometimes it helps just to brainstorm with, with me, with another coach, whoever you work with, it helps to brainstorm what it is that you need to be doing, okay, and putting it in a prioritized list so that you can declutter your mind in that way, right? The next thing that I think is very, very important is that you really need to have a level of commitment and say to yourself that you are willing to take action on whatever it is that's required to accomplish those goals. And and breaking those goals down into smaller tasks is going to help you. And then all you need to do, three, is focus one task at a time. Stop trying to focus on multiple tasks and get multiple tasks done. The only time that you can really focus on multiple tasks at one time and getting them done is when you're going to delegate different tasks to different people that are going to assist you in getting them done. So if you had, like, uh, graphics work that needed to be done and you've got somebody doing the graphics for you, and if you needed someone to help you with writing, for example, content, then you've got a writer, somebody that's helping you do that. Um, and then, uh, yet again, you have a third person, right? You have a third person that is uh, actually putting it all together and implementing it. Then what your responsibility then would be is follow-up. And so you're now following up with those individuals. So, But when, when you have to do everything yourself, if you have elected to do that, then you can only do one task at a time. So that's going to require you to, number one, it's going to require you to prioritize your task. Number two, it's going to require you to ensure that all of the tasks you have listed are pertaining to a specific goal to be accomplished, right? You should not be cross-filtering tasks that belong to other goals into another goal. All goals should have their own separate list of tasks to be completed. So, therefore, it makes it easier for you to stay focused. And then you just work one task at a time after you have prioritized which task comes first, right? And don't forget, as I always have shared with you in, in the proper way to go set, is that when you are tasking, when you are writing down the task, that pertain to a goal, you really, before you even get started, have to go through that list to see if there are any tasks that are presenting a challenge. And if any are presenting a challenge, then you need to stop and find a solution before you can actually put that task in your planner and start working on it. Very, very important to do that because if you don't, then what's going to happen is that you are going to then literally sabotage yourself and not get any of the tasks done, okay? Very, very important. So I need you guys to understand this because I know that if I am working with so many women who are dealing with this issue, then I know that many of you as listeners are issue as well. And, 
you know, again, I don't want you to. I don't want you to have to deal with this. I want goal setting to become like a second hand to you um, so that you can see and do things more effectively and quicker. When you become a master at goal setting, there's nothing that you can't put into action and get done because you will have your aha moments about the fact that as a leader, your greatest asset is knowing how to delegate and how to filter it out to other people. So, again, I wanted to bring that up as one of our three, three thoughts, three topics, so that you would truly understand that for the most part, to be a great leader also means that you have a responsibility of keeping things prioritized and keeping yourself focused on what needs to be done, A, B, C, very, very important. And, again, there are a lot of women that really buck that system and work against that system, and they're constantly doing 20, 30 different things all throughout the day, and by the time Friday gets here, you don't see any money going into your checking account because you've been focused on all of the wrong things. So with that said, lastly on this topic of just, you know, goal setting and making sure that you stay focused, I want you to know the three things as a leader that you should be paying attention to, right? You definitely should be paying attention to your current customers and clients. You should be paying attention to your mark, kind of like the top three things that you should be paying attention to because those are the things that are going to bring in the money. And while everything that we do in business is important, these three things must be at the forefront of your mind as a CEO and leader of your company. And I can guarantee you whenever they are not, you will not see money come into your business. I can guarantee that to you, okay? So I want you to keep that in mind. Um, you know, we've been running the book club here at Successful Woman Radio now for maybe about eight, nine years. Um, we recommend a lot of different books along the way that you should be reading, and we are now compiling all of those various books that we have recommended over the nine years uh, into a wonderful a successful woman book list, and we will have that up on the website by next Monday. And I'm excited about that because we've had women over a period of time to ask us for a list of recommended books. And so, of course, uh, I only like to recommend books that I have personally read myself. I don't recommend any book that I haven't read. It hasn't been proven through myself taking action or some of my clients taking action. So I'm excited about uh, coming up with this comprehensive success book list. Uh, but I encourage you to have your own success library, whether it is on your notepad or iPad in your Kindle or your uh, or your or your Amazon Fire. Um, or if you have a Barnes & Noble's notepad, right? So it's just important for you to understand that. Now, with that said, of course, there is nothing like a hard copy book that you get to hold in your hand. So there are some books that I recommend that you not only have a copy, virtual copy of that book, but also that you actually have the hard copy of that book as well. You know, books like Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, Excuses Be Gone by Dr. Wayne Dyer, um, The E-Myth of the Entrepreneurial Myth by Michael Gerber. There's just certain books uh, that you, you definitely need to have a copy of those books 
a hard copy of those books because these are books that you're going to be referring to so frequently that I want you to be able to put your hand on them. And if your equipment breaks down, I want you to still be able to put your hand on those particular books. So, again, stay tuned as we bring you the Successful Woman Book Club uh, recommended books. I'm very, very excited uh, about that. Hey, guys, I want to let you know everything is doing so wonderful over at Lifestyle for Her. We're getting ready to release our lifestyle courses. These are courses that pertain to wealth, uh, spirituality, and also uh, life enrichment. So I'm very, very excited about that. We've got things coming up for that, um, and we have so many people that are joining Lifestyle for Her. And for those of you um, that are new to the show, uh, to let you know what Lifestyle for Her is, it is a wonderful twofold system that holds you accountable to your goals. We reset our goals every 90 days. It holds you accountable to your goals. There's a weekly goal accountability call. Um, you get a one-page goal-setting worksheet to just keep it really simple and structured. So very, very important. Um, and in addition to that, you're going to have access to courses that are going to enrich your life. Um, and our whole goal behind Lifestyle for Her is so that you can live your best life now. And this is our newest division of Women About Biz. And so you can go over to Lifestyle for, that's F-O-R, lifestyleforher.net and check it out um, and see what it is all about. And I just recommend, hey, become a member even if it's for 90 days. It's only $27, less than a dollar a day. Um, and check us out. So many benefits, so many opportunities uh, to be a part of Lifestyle for Her. The second part of the system, of course, is an income opportunity system as well. So you become a Lifestyle Ambassador when you join Lifestyle for Her, and when you share the membership with other women, then you also are able to earn a residual commission income. And this can help you to supplement your business. This can help you to um, have the money that you need to accomplish your goals. And so it can serve multiple purposes when you have a stream of income coming in that you don't have to even pay this money back, that it's your money uh, and you get to do with it as you need to. So enough about Lifestyle for Her, but please make sure you go over and visit Lifestyle for F-O-R, her, dot net. It is 12.19 after the hour, or you are listening to no other than the Successful Woman radio show. Hey, want to remind you that if you missed any of our shows so far this month as it relates to developing your leadership, um, then you need to go ahead and go to womenaboutbiz.net, again, womenaboutbiz.net, and click up in the top menu, podcast. And when you click on the word podcast, it's going to take you to the radio portion of the website. And if you look in the right-hand column, there is the blog talk player that is playing all of the shows for you. So you can go back and listen uh, for the last two Mondays uh, as we introduce the new theme for this month, Developing the Leader in You. So go and, go and listen to those because I know that you are going to get uh, a lot of information that you'll be able to put to use right away. want to welcome all of our new listeners. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining our family of businesswomen. We're all 
wanting success, and we're all working very hard to make it happen in our businesses. So we welcome you. want to go ahead and move on to the five questions to generate cash in 2018. I hope that you ladies have your notepads out. And, of course, these questions are some of you who are longtime listeners. You've been listening to these, these new set of questions since the beginning of the year, right? And so, again, I want to you know, remind you that these questions can cause you to have different answers every single time. It just depends on where your planning is in your business and what's going on uh, in your business at the time you are asking yourself these questions. So starting with number one, here we go. What must I do to achieve my sales goals this week or month? Number two, am I consistent? in implementing my marketing system to attract new leads. So I want to slow it down and I want to stop right here because what I've learned um, is that oftentimes I have a lot of people saying to me, hey, Coach Trina, I, I, don't, I don't have enough leads coming in or not enough people are calling me to make the money that I need. A lot of the times I can go back and ask, do you have a marketing system in place, and they do not. And so I want you ladies to understand that I don't want to keep harping on the fact that you've got to have a marketing system and you're just kind of listening to it over and over again, but you're not actually developing a marketing system or having someone to help you with a marketing system, Right. Um, because that's not the purpose of this show. The purpose of this show and the purpose of these questions to generate cash is for you to literally self-coach, work on what you need to work on to start seeing better results in your business. And, of course, the only way that you're going to do that as a leader is to take action, right? So the first thing you need to understand about a marketing system is that you really need to be clear on who your target market is because there's no such thing as creating a marketing system and marketing blindly to a group of people that you don't know anything about, right? And so you really need to develop what we call an avatar or a, or a profile uh, or a characteristic profile of the individuals that seem to be your target audience. Who are they? What's the age group? right? What do they seem to be more attracted in? Where do they go to find the information for your type of service or product? Do you tend to uh, cater to more men than women or more women than men? So you need to be looking at all of these things. Are the services that you offer repeat services or after they purchase something for, from you, is that like a one-time thing? All of these things need to be evaluated. Here's why. Because when you create a marketing system, the first thing you have to ask yourself outside of what is my target market is what happens from the beginning to the end of the sale, the close of the sale, when people connect with me. Okay, and I can tell you hands down that two things need to be happening at all times when you're using a marketing system. Number one, you should be attracting whatever it is that you have. You should be attracting other people to it through marketing, 
whatever your marketing message is going to be, you should be attracting those individuals with that marketing message. And if it's not attracting them, then you need to go back to the drawing board and you need to work on it until your marketing uh, system is attracting people, causing them to give you their name, phone number, information, or causing them to click on the link to purchase, right? But the second thing is also very important when it comes to a marketing system. You see, you have to stay in the know. You have to stay followed up with um, with your current customers and clients and all those people who become new customers and clients. You have to make sure that you have a way of communicating with those individuals and that you are staying in front of them every week, if at all possible, but if not, every 14 to 21 days, okay? And the reason being is because you don't want someone purchasing something from you, you drop them, and when you have something else that you would like them to purchase, it's been so long since you've been in front of them that they don't even want to purchase from you because you haven't, you haven't been connecting. You have not been keeping that relationship warm. And so that's the whole purpose of following up, communicating, staying in front of your current customers and your clients, is that you want to make sure that you are continuously in front of them so they don't forget who you are, but also that you're providing them with some valuable information, okay? I want you to remember that. So as you have your marketing system, I want you to uh, think of yourself in, in a beautiful car at the beginning of a bridge, and everything, as you drive on that bridge the, before you get to the end of it, everything is all about how you are attracting and um, marketing to your target audience, your target client or customer. But by the time you get off of that bridge, you're now ready to close the sale and, ha and have them to become an actual customer or client because they're now ready to pay you money because, again, as you rode across that bridge, they have been exposed to a lot of different things that you've provided to them. So a marketing system is made up of, you know, an initial contact, email perhaps, or um, it's made up of an initial leads page, right? And then after they fill out information and say, yes, I'm interested in what you have or I'm interested in purchasing, then it's your responsibility to create an email that's going to keep them engaged and call them to action so that you can close the sale. So that marketing system has several components to it, and this is why it's sometimes challenging um, for us as business women to go ahead and stay focused enough to create a marketing system that actually works. So at this point, I do want to say, as you look at this question number two, again, am I consistent in implementing my marketing system to attract new leads? If you're not attracting new leads and you have a marketing system, you need to get back to the drawing board because it's not working, hands down. And there's no needing you to keep going on and on and on like a wheel and implementing the same thing day in and day out when you know it's not working, right? But if you are not attracting new leads because you don't have a marketing system, then ladies, what's the problem? You need to be working with someone to help you to create a, a marketing system, something that you can streamline and effectively implement, right? So 
I want to make sure that all of you who are listening know that once a year you have a free Power Talk with me at Women About Biz. And during this Power Talk, you can actually use that time, 30 to 45 minutes, you can use that time to actually work on uh, and discuss your marketing system. Either you can have me to talk about evaluating your marketing system, or we can talk about better ways to effectively market based on your business type. We can even talk about, go about finding your target audience or your target client. So to get a Power Talk, all you need to do is go to womenaboutbiz.net, and once you get there, simply click on Coaching, and once entering the Coaching Center, you will see free Power Talk coaching sessions for women right there on the left-hand column. Just click on that and get started. You'll have access to my calendar, and you can get started. I think right now we are about a week out with appointments, so we have space for this month. So go ahead and get yourself started. Now, this is for women who have not scheduled their free Power Talk this year. If you have, then what you need to consider is being coached. Even if it's for 30 days or 60 days, you need to consider being held accountable. Let me help you walk through the steps and stages that you need so that you can move forward in your business. Okay, we're going to go ahead and move on to question number three. Have I identified a minimum of three new people to talk with daily about the benefits of using my services or products? How important is that? Very. Okay, because oftentimes many of you are solo entrepreneurs, um, and you may not have a big budget to market effectively through advertisement. So what you need to be able to do is to connect with people continually, and, and connecting with three to five new people on a daily basis, believe it or not, will give you at the end of the year somewhere between seven and 1,200 people. You do that for two or three years, you can imagine that you're nicely building a good list of warm contacts, and, of course, you're staying connected to them, right, by communicating with them weekly or at minimum for every 14 to 21 days. Here's number four. What are the business goals that I need to accomplish this week? We talked about that a little bit in the beginning of the show um, and the importance about staying focused. If you haven't looked at the tasks that you need to support your business goals for the week, then after the show you need to do that. I mean, because if not, you're just going to keep moving on throughout the week with no clarity. Number five, what must I change about my leadership to move my business forward, okay? And this is where you ask yourself, am I being the type of leader my business needs me to be in order to see better results? Ladies, remember, you and only you have the power to create your streams of abundance, and it all begins with you taking swift and immediate action. I want to thank all of you guys for being on the show with me today. For those of you who have just tuned in, of course, you're listening to no other than the Successful Woman Radio Show. And I'm Trina Newby, your host and your business success coach. want to make sure that um, you all who have the book, The Power of Focus, that you all get that out because we are going to be going over some things. Very, very excited about that. 
are actually going to be talking about relieving stress, outsourcing, and prioritizing your values. Very, very important. Again, relieving stress, outsourcing, and prioritizing your values. I can't talk about that enough of how important that really, really is, okay? And uh, I'm just getting to the page. Give me a few seconds. I'm getting to page 124 as we talk about prioritizing your values. And the author automatically starts off kind of like with a story. She says, as Sharon discovered, another key to creating excellent balance lies in knowing what we value most and making this a priority. We are more likely to stay true to our values when we know what they are. But people are often vague when it comes to defining values. We know some of our surface values, like maintaining good health, but deeper values that are connected to our core remain elusive. Making our values a foundation for everything we do gives us a great feeling of congruency. When our goals work and relationships are in alignment with our values, Life flows more easily. This is the catalyst for creating joy and a peace of mind. The opposite is also true, she says. If we do not integrate our most important values into our everyday life, we experience stress, tension, and conflict. It's like having a jigsaw puzzle with pieces that don't fit. No matter how much we force them to mesh, they never do. Instead of creating joy and harmony, Life feels disjointed, frustrating, and meaningless. To avoid all of this potential angst, let's look at comprehensive lists of values. Not all of these will apply to you, and there may be other values not on this list for which you have a high regard. That's fine, but she says just make a note of them. I cherish many of the values on this list, especially health, quiet time, family, and work. How do I integrate these values into my life? I exercise every day by going to the gym, doing aerobics, or walking the dog, or a combination of all three. She says, exercise not only keeps me fit, it's the best way for me to handle stress and stay healthy. Giving back to the community in some capacity is also important to me. So here's a list in no particular order that she says are values worth considering. Family, work, honesty, faith, courage fun, health, flexibility, learning, playfulness, win-win, quiet time, creativity, compassion, friendship, self-discipline, generosity, achievement, opportunity, spirituality, independence, music, financial security, balance, cleanliness, and enthusiasm. These are just some of the values that she mentions that are worth considering. And um, as a side note, ladies, I know exactly what she is talking about here because when you run your business and you run it without considering what your values are and then you find yourself experiencing some stress uh, and anxiety and you're, coming, you're, you're getting to the point to where you feel like your business is choking you, you can't breathe because it's just too much going on, that's oftentimes when you have somehow left your values out of being in business and you no longer are looking in value, at your values. So let's just take a look at this. Uh, I want to give you an example of exactly how this works. 
So if you every single day are working 12 and 14 hours in your business or you're staying up in the middle of the morning in your business, and but you're tired every day because of staying up all times of the night and and really not having that time for yourself, but your value is sleep. You have a value that I need to get eight hours of sleep at least. I, I believe that's important for my body, for cell rejuvenation. I believe that sleep is necessary, but yet you are not doing that very thing. Well, then what happens is that you are working against your values. Therefore, the lack of value in that area in your business is going to cause you not to be as successful. Okay, let's take a look at another value that might be important. Another value that you may feel um, is important is your self-discipline. You feel that you need to have self-discipline and that you need to stay better focused, better prioritized, to have better productivity in your business, and yet you're finding that self-discipline has been kicked out of, of your value system and you're not practicing it in your business. Instead, you've got paper all over your desk, um, you're, you're very disorganized, um, you're working from one project to the other without actually having completed anything that you've set purpose to do. You're not being very self-disciplined at all. Um, and so what will help you to get more self-discipline is to, you know, work with a coach to help you to create a system of being more disciplined and holding yourself accountable. And then, of course, after you get used to doing it about 60 to 90 days, then you're off on your own with maintaining a system of discipline that is going to help you be a better leader, a better business owner, right? And so, again, there may be different values that you're not practicing in your business. You have these values. You say they are important to you, but they're not happening. Another good value for women um, is when we say that we want to spend more time with family, we want to do more family activities, and yet we tend to be um, working in the business so much that we are not giving the family any attention at all. And so that's when we have to pay attention to how can I bring this value more into my business uh, and my schedule so that I'm spending time with family. It could be that you need to admit that you can't do everything by yourself and that you need to be delegating some of that work to a virtual assistant, right? So there are different things, but I definitely understand what she's talking about in reference to prioritizing your values and just how important values are to you being a good business leader. Very important, okay? She goes on to say that I schedule quiet time every day. That's the time I can reflect without interruption. It helps me solve problems and nurtures my creativity. It also, it's also time to connect with God. That relationship is significant to me. He is my compass and provides direction and purpose for my life. She, family and my relationship are important. So family time is a high priority. In our house, mealtime has become a focal point for communication. My work provides meaning and helps me to expand my competence and confidence. It also balances my week. Not every day is perfect. The unexpected, of course, can knock my best late schedule off course, but most of the time I feel balanced and satisfied that I am in harmony with myself. 
Integration of your values into your life is the key to balance. When you do this, you may not get your busy stuff completed all of the time. You may not be perceived as Miss Super Efficient always, but by putting your most important values first, you feel happier. What would your day look like and feel like if you lived more from your values? The good news is, she says, that you don't need to integrate everything all at once. Pick one or two values to start with, then focus on these for the next few weeks. Make decisions that are centered on these values and be more conscious of how this affects you each and every day. You'll likely feel more in charge, more confident, and more congruent, and that's a lot better than filling your days with too much stuff, feeling bombarded and out of control. Amen to that, my sister, right? You know, we have got to stop making ourselves feel so out of control when we are running our business. You know, I, I want to I want to first of all say, again, I just read from the book The Power of Focus for Women by Fran and Les Hewitt, H-E-W-I-T-T. Look it up, get your copy. Um, I want to say I notice as women that we do, we just have way too much going on. And as a result, nothing is actually getting done. And I wholeheartedly agree with what she's talking about in reference to balance. As a matter of fact, one of the things that I'm going to do today after I finish this show is I need some quiet time. I need some downtime. So nobody call me right away because I'm going to take an hour of downtime. That means telephone off, just quiet, no radio, nothing, everything quiet just to get, regain a little bit of focus for today. And, and that's important for everybody. We have so much crowded things going on in our minds that we can't stay focused on the priorities, on the things that are important. So, you know, my big question to you as we read from this section of the book about prioritizing your values, what are your values? And have you included your values into your everyday workflow? Are you taking your lunch? That's a value to me. That's something that is important to me, and yet I don't often take my lunch break. So are you, are you taking a break? You know, when you work solo, you really should be taking a, a 10 to 15-minute break every hour. So you really should have 45 minutes of work and then 15 minutes really, that you are getting up doing something else so that you can keep moving forward with your day. Um, but if you're not taking your lunch break and you're completely working through your lunch break, you're, you're creating a habit that's not good, right? Are you, are you taking time to exercise, to go do 15 to 20 minutes of walking? That's very important as well. So all of these things are so important. Values are important because they help to balance us, and they, and they really make us happy and bring us joy and help us to feel good about what we're doing as business owners. But if all you're doing is all business and your mind is completely just focused on that and you're not taking time for yourself, you're not getting your nails done, your hair done, you're not walking, you're not drinking enough water, you're not taking time out for you to love on yourself, then maybe it's time for you to sit down and really look at your values and what, what needs to be happening, okay? Very, very important. 
Okay, so we're at the end of this part, this segment where we've talked about the power of focus for women. I've read an excerpt for you. And what we're going to do is we're going to go ahead and go right into seven ways to declutter your mindset. So very, very important. Again, seven ways to declutter your mindset. And hopefully you guys have your pen and notepad out and you're taking some good notes. The one thing that I want to talk about is what does declutter mean, okay? Because declutter is fairly a new term um, that you you hear from time to time. And so let's just really look at what does declutter mean and why is decluttering your mindset so important? Well, declutter means to remove unnecessary items from something, okay, from an untidy or overcrowded place. And in this particular instance, as we are on the show talking about being a better leader, okay, developing the leader in you, the decluttering means, decluttering your mindset means to remove unnecessary things out of your mindset that keep you fogged and, and clouded and always off focus about what you should be doing in your life and your business. And that's not what you want. You want to have more priorities. Uh, you want to be better focused. Okay, so here are the seven ways to declutter your mindset, starting with number one. Number one is identify what's priority in your business. So everybody's going to have a different priority, a list of priorities, because you have a different business. Everybody's business is not ran the same. There's no such thing as, um, you know, priorities, one, one type of priorities for all businesses. You're going to be different. So you need to really have some quiet time to ask yourself, what are the priorities in my business? What needs to get done daily? What needs to be done, you know, weekly or monthly and then quarterly? You know, what needs to be priority? And the one question, the sub-question under what's priority in your business is to take a look at what is making me money. If you remember, I constantly share with you that the three things in business that a leader should be focused on is going to be the customer client, right? marketing, and follow-up. Those three things are very, very important because those are the three that need to be taking place every single day to help attract new people to you, service the current clients and customers that are spending money, and follow-up and close the sale with the new people, right? Very, very important. So this is this question number one in decluttering your mindset, what, what's a priority in your business and what's making you money? You've got to know that. Here's number two, evaluate what you've been doing over the last month that has actually contributed to accomplishing those things that you said are priority in number one, okay? So number one was identify what's priority in your business, okay? You can ask yourself a sub-question, what's making me money? Because, of course, you know then that's, that's priority. And then number two, again, I'll read that again, evaluate what you've been doing over the last month that has actually contributed to you accomplishing those priorities 
mentioned the number one. Here's number three. Set goals that focus on the priority, right? So you can have a lot of things. You can have a whole lot of things that are important to you in your business, but you really need to identify the things that are most priority, okay? Very important because whatever those are, that's what you need to be setting your goals to. Very important. Then here's number four. Adopt a time management system that you'll stay committed to. Now, when you're decluttering your mindset, the one thing about having a cluttered mind, and it's just, you, you know, you might feel like, oh, my gosh, I've just got too many things going on. Time management has to be practiced consistently in order for you to declutter your mindset. So you've got to, number four, adopt a time management system that you are going to stay committed to. Now, within number four, two things that need to take place are you, number one, must schedule all actions that help you to accomplish your goals. So that means that you're going to schedule tasks that are going to help you in accomplishing your goals. And then number two, schedule planning time to hold yourself accountable and to stay focused on your priorities. So when you, when you hear me talk about, you know, you need to carve some time out to plan, You've got to, yeah, you've got to schedule planning time. You've got to, you've got to go in your calendar and say, you know, what I would like to do uh, once a week is schedule two hours of planning time to make sure that the week, the following week is going to be all laid out. So the one thing you need to know is that you have to be proactive in order to have a decluttered mindset. You can't always be doing things at the last moment. It's never going to work. Okay, here's number five. Stop waiting for the perfect time to take action on your business goals. Again, stop waiting for the perfect time to take action on your business goals. Okay, I hear, uh, I hear women all the time say, well, you know, when I get more money or when I get more time or, you know, I'm going to get to it, you know, I'm going to get to it. We've got to stop being full of hot air. That's, that's literally how I feel about it. I'm not just saying that to you. I am, I am redirecting it to myself as well. At the end of the day, we've just got to stop being full of hot air. It's a bunch of baloney crap, okay? Because we take action on what we want to take action on. So we've got to stop waiting for that perfect time in business to take action and just start doing it, as the Nike commercial says. Let's just do it, okay? Let's just move because what you're going to discover is that when you start taking action, procrastination and all of that gunk, fear, procrastination, it all just just jumps right out of the window, okay? It doesn't even bother you once you start taking the action. So here are three things to, that you need to look at in taking action. Number one, evaluate. Number two, leverage the power and talent of other people. And number three, schedule action tasks or to-do items in your planner. So let's kind of break it down and go back over these. So number one was evaluate. So of course, you've got to evaluate, as we said earlier, evaluate what it is that you need to be doing. Make sure you have identified your priorities. And then number two, leverage the power and talent of other people. In other words, stop trying to do every darn thing, right? You need to find other people that can help you get 
certain things done because some of you listening right now have, have a particular task that you've been saying you're going to get done, and it's and it's already six months out of the, at the end of the year, and you've been saying that since January that you're going to get done. And I know some of you are probably laughing and shaking your head right now, but many of you know what I'm talking about. And so what's going on is you're being stubborn. You're being stubborn and you're being the wrong type of business owner. And instead of you delegating it and getting someone else to help you with it, you are procrastinating, and you keep saying from week to week or month to month, "Well, I'll get it done. It's going to happen. I'm going to do. I'm going to get it done." And I'm I'm calling you out. I'm calling myself out. It's a bunch of crap, hogwash, baloney, bull. No, you need to be taking the action on your business goals now. Okay, get off your butt and do it. And you guys know what I'm talking about. So if I sound like I'm being a little strong, we've got six months left in the year, and I am, I am on this show. You consider me your coach, and I am telling you that I want you to have better results this year at the end of the year than you had last year. But it's not going to happen by osmosis and by you just standing still. It's going to require you to, it's going to require you to be hungry for success. It's going to require you to set a set of values that are going to help you to balance yourself and to space yourself out as you move with this business, okay? Here's number six. Number six and seven ways to declutter your mindset is use a journal to record your ideas and your goals. This helps to keep your mindset clear. Oh, absolutely. Journaling helps you to brain dump. And when you're able to brain dump, what it is is that it satisfies you that you know you have somewhere else where you have stored your ideas and thoughts, so therefore you can release it from your mind. And so I encourage you all to have a journal, just a simple spiral-bound notebook that you keep on your person um, at all times so that you can make a daily entry into your journal of some things that you want to do. Now, you can, you can do this if you have a notepad, iPad. You can uh, do this in there as well, okay? Now, one of the softwares that I just absolutely love, I've been using it now for five years plus, it is own key, own target. Doesn't let me forget anything as far as my notes are concerned. Um, I, I really love it. It's called Evernote. E B as in Victor. E B as in Victor. E R N O T E. Evernote. Go to Evernote.com. They have a free version and then they have a paid version, which is not an Evernote helps me to keep everything in categories. And so I'm able to set up category folders, and then I have Evernote on my cell phone as well as on my iPad and my desktop, and they all sync up with each other. And so, therefore, I don't forget information, and that's what's so very, very important, okay? So check that out. Again, use a journal to record your ideas and your goals. This helps you keep your mindset clear. And last but not least, number seven and seven ways to declutter your mindset is rid yourself of habits that prevent you from taking action on your dreams and goals. Wow. I can't talk about this enough because habits are necessary. Habits are 
repetitive actions that we do that allow us to function in a more productive manner throughout our day. But there are some habits that are repetitive that work against us instead of for us. And it is those habits that you need to learn to eliminate, that you need to rid yourself of. So you need to identify habits that you have that prevent you from taking action on your dreams or your goals. You have the habit of fear. You have the habit of procrastination, right? You have the habit of perfection. What are the habits that you have that prevent you from taking action on your dreams and goals? Do you have a habit of lack of time management, you know, a, a, a habit of poor goal setting? You don't goal set, right? So, so ask yourself, what habits do I have that directly pertain to me being a good business leader that are wrecking havoc, H-A-V-O-C, havoc in my life because I'm continuously practicing these habits and they are doing nothing for me, okay? So that's what I want you to ask yourself. And um, I'm going to quickly run back through this list of seven ways to declutter your mindset without going deep into any of them. Number one was identify what's priority in your business. Number two, evaluate what you've been doing over the last month that has actually contributed to you accomplishing those priorities. Number three, set goals that full priorities. Number four, adopt a time management system that you'll stay committed to. Number five, stop waiting for the perfect time to take action on your business goals. Number six, use a journal to record your ideas and goals in. And lastly, number seven, rid yourself of habits that prevent you from taking action. And there you have it, ladies. You have seven ways to declutter your mindset. So very, very important. Again, seven ways to declutter your mindset. And um, I hope that you all have taken good notes, but if you didn't get a chance to, don't worry. You can go to womenaboutbiz.net, click on podcast, and you can listen to the rebroadcast of this um, at any time at your convenience. Don't, don't forget also if you have an iPhone, you can look us up on iTunes, uh, on, uh, iTunes and you can mark us as a favorite podcast. And then for those of you that have the Android phones, um, you can download Spreaker, S-P-R-I-C-K-E-R, and you can also identify Successful Woman Radio and, down, and mark it as a favorite show as well. Well, that's all I have for today. I'm so excited that you were on the show with us and know that it is my desire that you experience it this year and that you experience more money in your checking account. Please make sure you mark your calendar for June 24th at 12 noon Eastern. Make sure you invite two people to come on the show with you and listen. And, of course, as always, I want you to know that success is yours for the taking. Here's two positive choices that yield favorable results. Bye-bye, everybody. Mm-hmm.